1: Uh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Week Four edition of the Prop Shop Show here on Roto Grinders. I am Rick Devine, joined by my man, uh, Chief Justice Will Priester. Will it came to fruition last week? We were we were talking, right? We had the uh, engagement. They 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 let us have freebies and Jameis Winston and James Robinson, and th- they're running back with the James Winston, James Jameis Winston freebie again. Uh, by the way, we'll talk about that in just a second. But oh, God. Uh, it, it all came true last week. What's going on, man?
2: Nothing much, man. Nothing much. Doing good. I'm uh, super glad to be on. And, and look, I, I don't know if, uh, you know, people are are following the show. But typically, uh, most of the things that we're hopping on early are moving. Britt. they're moving by the end of the week. And we're still hitting props. But I'm saying we're getting these early lines in. With with so much value, so I, I I've been thrilled to do this show with you and help the people out. Uh, they didn't want to give us as many props this week to uh, to get on early, but that's okay. Like I, I'm still fully invested in in how I think this week is going to go. Uh, you've got some props, I've got some props, uh, and and it should be another great show, man. So so super excited to come on and and uh, talk with my prop brother Britt Devine.
1: Yeah, they're shorting us those field goals. Uh, that we talk kickers all the time. There's no kickers. We're we're doing this early. So for if anyone's new, we record this on Tuesday nights. The the sports books don't even have the prop lines out yet for any of these games, basically except for the Thursday night game. So we're we're sort of going into this blind, which in my opinion is great because if you can just use a little bit of common sense, you can sort of figure out some of the lines that might be a, a little bit too low. Uh, so, Chief, let's run it back. I've got, when we get to Sunday in just a little bit, I've gone bananas already on prize picks this week. Had a great week last week. I'm deep in the weeds already on Sunday. I got nine or ten plays. Uh, I'll try to get as many of them out to you guys. But we've got a lot going on. We've got this Thursday night game. We've got Tua, right? His back hurts. He got a concussion. He did. Tua, Tua got concussed, right? But his back can hurt, and he got a concussion, in my opinion, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, he definitely. I mean, he was he was stumbling around. Uh, Looks like the uh, offensive lineman was trying to hold him up. Yeah, it, it was it was rough, man. It, it was rough, and the, the league is supposed to be you know conducting their investigation. We'll see how it goes, but yeah, that that tough scene, tough scene for yeah. sure.
1: Yeah, it's looking. If you ask me, if you read the tea leaves, I, I think he ends up playing in this game, and you know, barring injury news or a report or something like that that comes out a little later in the week. I'm just going to assume he's ready to go and on Thursday night with I don't know little to no restrictions, maybe you can dock him a little bit, but I'm assuming as it stands right now that Tua is playing. Are you under that assumption
2: as well right now, chief? Uh yeah, for sure until they tell me otherwise. So I'm I, I definitely think we're we're in the zone here with Tua. Um, you know, I think he's going to be out there. I mean, Jameis Winston's back is hurt every week, and he keeps playing, so I'm sure is going to be out there on Thursday night as well. Yeah, who was <laughs> it? Mike Mike Tyson. My back, <laughs>
1: <What was it>? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I think that was it. Seems like it's going around the NFL quite a bit right now. Oh, <laughs> let's talk. Let's Jeez. talk Thursday night props, Chief. I I told you pre-show. I'm not in love with the board at least on price picks. I've looked at underdog too. Some of the sites, you know, Monkey Knife Fight has them up. Thrive doesn't even have Thursday night up yet. I'm not ultra in love with this board. So I'm going to need you to tell me what the plays are for Thursday night for the people watching this early and listening to it early in the week. What are we looking at for, for this Thursday night game? We don't have the freebie. They haven't given us Evan McPherson over one-and-a-half field goals yet. When that comes up, guys, we can just add that in. It's automatic. I put that in. <laughs> I put what? that
2: on sports and hot already. <laughs> when that's up, we can add it in. But but it's not up yet, Chief. So what are we looking at right now? Well, can, can I do this, Britt? Can, can I talk field goals, like, before we even kick it off since they haven't given it to us and yeah. then I'll head into Thursday. Yeah. Uh, I, I did want to give this information out because I, I do think it's important for us this week. So there are four teams in the NFL right now that are averaging three field goal attempts per game currently. It's the Atlanta Falcons, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Denver Broncos, and the Cincinnati Bengals. No surprise, we're on Money McPherson every week. Um, so they're averaging three field goal attempts. Every 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 week, and so I think you know I think so. Young Way Koo is another guy I like anyway, which is why I like to take his prop. McManus is a guy I like. I don't take suck up as much, and so that's why you know um, I think I think this is good information. The next tier down, this this uh, this these guys are in the two point seven, so they're averaging two point seven field goal attempts every week. Pittsburgh, which is Boswell, which is why I always like Boswell, but they won't give them – they won't give us Boswell at one and a half. I'm so shocked. Carlson from Las Vegas, uh, Jacksonville and the Giants, and, of course, Gano is another guy that we like. So that's like the next tier down. The next tier down is at 2.3. It's Carolina, Houston, the Jets, and Dallas, and then New Orleans and Cleveland are at one. I mean, at two, and then everybody else from 50 on down is under two field goal attempts. So it's not like we can't, but what I will say is this, and this one was very interesting. I want to see if they're going to give us this prop this week, and I think I'm going to uh, take a stab at it. The Washington Commanders have no field goal attempts this season so far. I was was shocked. Green Bay .7, Miami .7. Baltimore, one field goal attempt. Philadelphia, 1.3. And so I think that's that's another thing to look at in reverse. And it may feel uncomfortable because we're so pro-kicker in terms of the over. But, you know, pulling some of these numbers in, I, I will be looking at some unders as well if they give it to us. Uh, like Arizona, uh, let me see, Chicago, Tennessee, Arizona, New England, the Chargers, the Rams, Seattle, they're all in that bottom, like, 1.3 category. Maybe some really good opportunities. Uh, to look at them in, in terms of the under, and I, I do understand that with Philly, they just keep scoring touchdowns, so that mm-hmm. they don't kick a lot of field goals. But Baltimore, that's a coaching philosophy. Uh, Miami may be a coaching philosophy. We'll see. The Chargers definitely a coaching philosophy. So uh, just wanted to kind of put that out there. Kick it off with some some, some kicker data and uh, and go from there. And I think everybody in the prop shop, I think Zach Grinky sold so. Uh, he just killed killed our props for the day and no fantasy or oh, at least or my,
1: strikeouts.
2: Yeah, my uh power play here. He was facing the the Detroit Tigers. You know, you look at the uh, the lineup, and I mean, it's strikeouts everywhere. I know it's that Greinke, um, but hey, you know, it it didn't materialize. But like I tell everybody, I'm invested, just like you're invested, and uh, I guess I'm gonna have to just hop on this Robbie Ray taco later. But at any rate, uh, that's kicker talk. Brit, we're on Thursday. I know you I know you said you don't have anything for Thursday. Yeah, I'm just um, I, I was I'm looking at the one, they don't have
1: the rushing yards out yet. The receiving yards, they're all uh, they're all about right, they're a little if you go to underdog, right? So like on price picks, Tyreek Hills at 75 and a half. Oh, well, they don't even have him because they're waiting on the two-inus. So Jamar Chase, 76 and a half on underdog, 71 and a half on price picks. Get he it now. 65 and a half. He's the same on both. Burrow's 272 passing yards on underdog. He's 269 on price pick. So price pick seems like they have a little bit of the better line, especially if you want to bet overs, which is generally what I like to do. And I think for the most part, you like to do chief. Uh, so Burrow, you were talking to me pre-show. Uh, I know our roto grinders projection has him over the 269 and a half. He's gone over this in two of three games. That one was that fluky game against Dallas. You sort of could, you know, he, he could have done whatever he wanted against
2: the Jets. In and We that talked game. about this last week, Britt, and we were right. We were on Burrow. just chased it materialized. It was Higgins and Boyd that got all the big plays, but that the, the passing, the passing is going to catch up. They, they throw the ball too much for, for the passing yards to not come. Um and I, Joe Burrow yet again this week, Britt. I like him yet again. Uh, in terms of um in terms of passing yards per game, what if I told you Miami was a top two team? They're giving up 297, 297.7 yards a game right now through the air. Yeah, I don't take the burrow over, and I'm going right back to the handcuff with Chase. No way yeah, I don't that, do it.
1: Yeah. You face Baltimore and you face Josh Allen. Josh Allen, they could have I don't know how the Bills lost that game. They had like five million more yards than the Dolphins. They, they just played did some really bad situational football is is how they lost that game but burrows at 269 and you like the pairing with chase at 71 and a half he's only gone over chief one out of
2: the th- one out of the three games that doesn't bother you oh, no so here's the thing for me with with the number one receiver so he, here's the crazy part about chase he had 10 targets the last game he had six catches for 29 yards like that that's, that's not, not gonna Jamar happen. Chase. Yeah, yeah that, that's not going to happen every week. So at 71 and a half, coming off a, a, a somewhat rough game where the other two guys just went postal, I mean, Jamar Chase is always one play away from, from pretty much getting you where you need to be for your prop. And I'm not saying it's a 60-yard touchdown. I'm saying a 35, 40-yard play. Like, he gets that. He gets one of those. He's probably going over any prop every week. Uh, one big play. And he's, a, and he's capable of taking it to the house. Um, so anytime he's in a, a tasty matchup where where the air yards are gonna be there, I'm in. I'm 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 gonna be on the over on Jamar Chase. He's still the number one uh, uh weapon in terms of offense, uh p- a passing offense for, for Joe Burrow, Peter.
1: Yeah, you can add in as soon as the McPherson prop, if they drop that at one and a half, I'm gonna assume they will. It's at minus 120 on a sports book. That's well within the uh limits of what uh, the prop sites will put up there. You can add that in. The problem is, Chief, currently we don't have – there's no rushing yards. Do you, with Tua two, uh, two – is at 260.5, cleared that in two of the three games. He. You know, I'm surprised he really didn't clear that against Buffalo, but Buffalo's defense has been one of the best in the league here. Do you yeah, like either – Angles have not. Yeah, you like Hill or Waddle at all? Because we need – if we're going to play a Thursday – You need a run back. I'm fine. Like, I don't care if I'm playing a guy from Thursday, I'll play dudes from Sunday on the same ticket. I don't I can wait three days to get paid, Chief. So I don't force things in like that, but some people do.
2: Do you have a a favor right now of what you you would play on Thursday? Well, so here's the thing that that I do recognize, Britt. Thursdays, Thursday games are always a little wonky because it's a short week. And you know, you expect these offenses to come out and go nuclear, and, and I think I think they will as long as two of them um, my approach for Thursday is this, no matter what Burrow chase and McPherson are going in my bill, no, no matter what those three are in there. Then everything else is based on the news. If two is playing, I legitimately is, I'm legitimately probably going to have two. And maybe I go with an alternate Tua line, like passing attempts or, you know, completions. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I'll dig into that a little bit. Once we get it, that might be a way to approach it. But Joe Burrow, I'm definitely taking yards. Mark Chase, I'm definitely taking over, and McPherson, I'm definitely taking over one and a half field goals, and then I'll go from there. Um, you know, in terms of how I'm going to approach Tua, if I if I play him, I mean, and here's the thing: Tua could go under two sixty, and Waddle and Tyreek Hill could still hit their receiving props because so they're the main guys. Um, so I I, I I I'm going to be in on one of these receivers. Um, right now, I'm still thinking it's going to be Tyreek Hill. Uh, his, his targets are, are still there. Um, but, I mean, a 10-yard differential between him and Waddle, I think, is still great. I, I may end up on both of them. And so, for me, when I'm building on, on prospects, I know we're talking prospects right now, I don't mind taking risk like a GPP, Britt. So, mm-hmm. in my mind, I've already got three props that I feel like are are, are going to be got an 80 90% chance to hit. Uh, Burrow, Chase, McPherson. Those three, I don't really have any worries about. The difference comes in with, okay, do I like Tyreek Hill? Do I like Waddle? I may build a, a, a five flex, and, and I typically build two pick powers and then five flexes typically. Yep, me too. Um, t- from time to time, I'll get into a three power if like all three lines are just ridiculously good, I'll get into that, but I'll probably do Chase, Burrow, McPherson. I'll probably, ha- I'll probably do a uh, if Tua plays a Tua Waddle build, a Tua Tyreek build, and then uh, a Tyreek Waddle build with no Tua, and so I've got pretty much the range of outcomes that I'm looking for. And if they all hit, then I get back 30x. If they don't, then I've got I've got a shot at two 10x's and a double up, and then. If only one hits, I'm still up units. Like, I'm, I'm, if I got three units in play, I'll be up, you know, uh, seven units just off those. If I get double ups, I'm up eleven units. You get what I'm so? That's the way I approach it. And so, do I want to get every play right for sure? But if you understand how I think and how I build, you know, I, I'm still trying to capture upside, almost like a GPP. And I'm with you. I don't mind waiting until Sunday either. But if you're trying to, you know. Uh, kind of, if you're on one game in particular, then that's the way I approach it.
1: All right. So that's some Thursday. And one of the reasons we're talking so much about McPherson is uh, I wrote him up on scores and odds, too, as a, a sportsbook play. So he was minus 120 on draft games for over one and a half. Chief, he's hit over one and a half, dating back to last year in the playoffs, 11 straight games. I mean, this is absolutely ridiculous. He's hit it in 13 of his last 14 games. And also, what I like to see, Chief, you mentioned the field goal attempts, he's had at least three field goal attempts in nine of his last 11. So he can even miss one and still have a chance with how they'll, they'll roll them out any conditions, any distance. And it's great because that offensive line is just bad enough where they'll take that third and three at the 25 yard line. Now it's a fourth and 10 after a sack and McPherson comes on and bangs in the field goal. So that's one of the safest plays of the week. Uh, I want to move to Sunday chief because I have found like, uh, 10 these these props for sunday are so off that i have been going bananas on these so have you had a, have you had a chance to look at the sunday board yet maybe we can start with a couple of your favorites there i know there's one we're definitely playing <laughs> right yeah, we're playing uh, Win, we're playing winston again What? so
2: okay I don't I gotta understand. Say, it's in london it's in london chief i don't care i <laughs> i don't this might this may be even better so 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 Britt, here's what's important about what happened last week with Carolina. Not only did Winston blow past the 217 he opened or two fifteen or two twelve, it was some stupid low number. He also picked up his first 300-yard passing Well, oh, that game. was on our season. Dude, we're, we're, yes! we're, we're all – the
1: whole shop, we're all going to get five grand at the end of that by the time. Yes,
2: yes, <laughs> for, for, our, for our over two and a half. We're already a third of the way there yeah. for three games in. Like, th- th- this Let's is how make we wanted two. it to Let's go. make it
1: two after this one.
2: Yeah, uh, Minnesota, by the way, Britt, uh, they are giving up. And I, I had this pulled up. Because, right, listen, I, I've got these stats ready for the night, man. I, I'm so excited about this show. Minnesota's giving up 275 and a half passing yards on the season. 275. And Jameis has gone over 225 every single game. And the crazy thing about Jameis Britt is in the first half, he may have 50 yards passing. No now, Right. Now, we, we can't keep getting away with that. I think the last game he was around 100 by halftime or somewhere up in there. And that's what we want. If Jameis happens to go – or Anywhere near 140 150 by halftime in any of these games, you might as well check him off for another 300 games. Like that, that's what's coming. What helped him the last game, Britt, was he finally connected with the deep shots on Olave. If mm-hmm. the deep shots are there, he's gonna pit this number every week. Yeah, I mean, he's I don't gonna under- take. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, you go ahead. I don't
1: understand. Like, I would put this at. I don't want to. I don't want prize picks, you know, watching the show and changing lines on a street. But this is, this should be like 250, right? This should be like 250. <laughs>
2: Stop it. Stop it. But yeah. Uh... So, so
1: when, in, in, in time, this is definitely one of my favorites. I've played this with a lot of things already this week. That's enough said. It is in London. Those games get weird. Thomas and Landry got a little nicked up week three. It seems like those aren't too big of a concern. On Tuesday night. I'm I'm expecting at least one, if not both, to make the trip and play. And honestly, yeah. even if they don't, Traquan Smith is there. Uh Marquez Callaway. Like, there's enough. Did good, you see that Callaway touchdown by chance? Yeah, the one-hander? It, it, oh, there's gosh. Enough, There's enough good plays. Even if something weird happens, I'm okay getting in my Winston money on this one. So yeah, let's do there's only three categories up yet, Chief. I want to stay. Do you have any other passing yards? I've got oh for sure. For sure. Yeah, I got. I mean, you, you know, I've got. Let me go to mine. Is I'm on Josh Allen over 285. Oh, this I've, is, this is listen, ridiculous.
2: You, you know, I like have a, a notebook. Lot. Things get this, written down so I don't forget for this show. Yeah, listen, Josh Allen. You probably can't see it. He's. No, number I got a word. One. I got a word doc. I'm with technology, but you can write it on your notepad. He, he's he's number one on the list. uh 285 and a half. This is ridiculous. He's gone over, over. He's gone over. Three times Baltimore is getting lit up every single
1: game. They're giving up like 350 passing yards a game or something like that, chief. This is okay. 353
2: to be exact. 353. Ridiculous. No way I don't take the over 285 here. I have to
1: do it. I'm on Josh Allen. Let me see. I that is definitely one on mine. That's the only other pass yard I have circled. Oh so well, there's chief. I got so many receiving yards, are insane. So what? What else are you looking at in the passing yards? Let's go over a couple. So
2: Allen, Jameis, of course. Jameis is like our freebie every week until they yeah. they they let us get. Here's one that's going to be very controversial this week, but you know it's it's kind of like the Mariota one we had last week, Britt, where it's like you're not playing Justin Fields. No, 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 <laughs> This isn't. It's, this it's isn't low. Justin I'm Field. tempted. I haven't decided. But this yet. isn't it Fields. It's Baker Mayfield at 195 and a half. <laughs> All right, I, to me on Baker. Uh, so look, Baker this week, okay? If he's ever going to get it done, it's against Arizona. Like he he's got to get it done this week. At one, I'm willing to take a quarterback against Arizona. Arizona's given up 281 per game so far. I'm willing to take Jameis. I'm not Jameis Baker over 195 and a half. Now I. I I'm going to go ahead and parlay that into my handcuffs, Britt, because the receivers are too low if he goes over 200. DJ Moore is at 49 and a half, and Robbie Anderson is at 31 and a half. And so I can already tell the prop shop, I can tell everybody that's listening right now, I'm I'm absolutely going to have DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson in a bill together. There's no way I don't do that. If he goes over 200, most likely... Both of these guys go over these puny props. Now, the reason that they're so low is Baker's been awful. And the passing game hasn't gotten going. And, you know, it's just, they've looked so bad. But they kind of got going a little bit at the end of the game last week. I'm hoping it transpires into a team that can't stop a nosebleed right now through the air. 49 and a half, 31 and a half. I will be taking both of those props. In one, and then I'll go back and do something similar. Like I'll take Baker, DJ Baker, Robbie, and some Bills. So you as can well. put
1: them all three, get a crazy same game parlay,
2: basically without paying any extra juice on it, like you would at the sportsbook. Yeah, absolutely. And then I know, oh, I know this isn't up as well, and we're kind of hopping to receiver a little bit. But if Michael Thomas receptions comes out at four and a half, I'm going to take the over on that again. Just, mm-hmm. I'm just going to take it, okay? And pair that with Jameis. Uh Michael Thomas. I, I, I'm probably going to be more so taking. Thomas receptions and Olave yards with James. That, that's Olave yards.
1: Not. Chief Olave yards was four was 49 and a half, but everyone destroyed it. It's up to 54 and a half now
2: on price. Yeah. Yeah. I got um, plenty of that 49 and a half. That was really juicy. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So that, that's where I'm at there. Uh you Brett, got I'm passing was, yards. Uh no, no, no I I, I kind of cut it off there. Uh mm-hmm. Washington um if i'm not mistaken it's giving up a lot through the air as well let me check that let me check my sources to make sure yeah washington's giving up 274 uh through the air right now and you know I, maybe just, just maybe i get involved but cooper rush isn't up so that's my nope. issue if cooper rush He'll come in like 200 something if he comes in, so yesterday he was at 207 and a half, but he was at that's 205 up. and a half pass plus rush. I think Price piece just messed that up. If he comes in at 207 and a half, I'll probably take the over again. Um, right. I think that'll be too low. So that that's where I'm at. So that's like my next one um, that I'm looking at. We can hit receivers because I know that's your juicy area yeah. this week. Well, my, let's, let's juicy just area. There's,
1: there's only a couple up. Let's go to rush yards. Oh, right well, that's tonight. my
2: juicy area this week.
1: All right, I'll go to receiving yards. let us I mean, I, I just have so many because there's – I mean, I've got so. – all right, let's go – let's do rush yards first because the first one I'm on – and okay. I put this on scores and odds too. Uh, if you ever want – I put that on Monday. The first one I'm looking at is Brees Hall, 32. You already know half. I had that. Problem.
2: You already <laughs> yeah, know this I is, had that.
1: This is ridiculous. So he he outsnapped Michael Carter last week for the first time, and it looks like – it's uh, – so. Zach Wilson's probably going to come back, which could just throw a wrench into everything. I'm I'm a little worried on that. But, Chief, when this comes out of the sports books, this is going to be at 40 or above easily on the I sports gotta books. i got
2: to take 40 and a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, and
1: it's at 32 and a half on prize picks. Steelers can't stop the run. Hall's getting – he went from six to seven to eight carries. He's averaging over five yards a carry. It doesn't take a lot to get 32 and a half versus the Steelers. And this is going to be, in theory – like a competitive game because Mitchell Trubisky is horrible on the Steelers side of the offense. So they might actually yeah. get some more rushes. This is, this is like a no doubter for me this week.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Bree uh, one, one of my top plays one. Here's my top rushing play of the week. And Brent, I, I think if people have followed the top rushing play, of the week, I think we've hit that every week so far because week mm-hmm. one, I think it was Gibson. He got there late uh, week two. Who was week two? Last week was James Robinson. Yeah. I can't remember who it was week two. Um, mine is definitely Brees Hall this week. So I want to hear
1: who yours yeah. is because I'm gonna I'm gonna make it a ticket right now.
2: It's it's Austin Eckler at 49 and a half. Okay. Listen, listen to me. Austin Eckler's facing Houston. Houston's giving up over 200 yards a game on the ground. It's insane. Uh let me see. Let me let me get the correct number here. Um sorry, Britt. I You're like making have- my
1: David Montgomery DFS shares hurt hurt from last Houston
2: week. is giving up 202 yards per game on the ground, and Austin Eklund sitting at 49 and a half. And so this is one that people may not gravitate towards because he hasn't looked great. But, look, I, I go by the matchups, man. At 49 and a half, I, I think that's a big-time number for us. Eckler's at the top of my list. Next for me is JT at 82 and a half. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, folks, is sitting at 82 and a half rushing yards. Week one, he was at 97 and a half. Week two, he was probably somewhere similar. He's at 82 and a half yards facing the Tennessee Titans this week. I know it's been bad against Jacksonville. I know it's bad against Kansas City. I don't care. Uh, I'm taking the over. To me, this is just like Derrick Henry last week, Britt. Uh, and I, I had a cart with Henry. I think I posted late in the prompt show. Derrick Henry was at 78 and a half. That was too low. Now, granted, he hit 85 and a half or whatever it was. He had 85 yards. My point is the matchups a lot of times will help dictate uh whether or not these guys can hit these yardage props. And when teams are giving it up on the ground, the numbers don't lie typically in, in this setting, Britt. You you look across what we've been doing week to week to week. We just keep attacking teams that are giving up through the air, giving up on the ground. Well, this week JT gets the Tennessee Titans. And he's at 82 and a half. And he's going to get at least 15 carries, at least. Uh, So I love JT this week. Um, Brees Hall was definitely on the list. I'm going back to Gibson yet again this week at 48 and a half. It's too low right now. Gibson is facing. uh, They're playing Dallas. And, yeah, I, 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 I see the staff. But, once again, Dallas is giving it up on the ground at 48 and a half. I'm in. And then, lastly, This one is more of a reverse play from what we had last week, Britt. Travis 18 is at 29 and a half rushing yards. I'm taking the under. I'm taking the under against Philly. I'm expecting the Jaguars to possibly be behind in this game. And if so, they don't want 18 running the ball. They've got 18 as the the alternate back. Mm -hmm. He might be in for passing yards. So, I'm taking 18 under 29 and a half this week. Like that, that's a juicy one for me. That it's low, doesn't feel great, but I, I just I do, if if, the, if carries are, are coming out of this backfield, it's James Robinson. If passes are coming out of this backfield, I feel like it's Travis 18. I'm taking the under on 18 at 29 and a half. Th- those a couple, are, those are my my rushing props. I got that two I really more. Like.
1: A real easy one for me too that I bet a lot is Corderell Patterson over four, 43 and a half, and he's gone over 120, two of his three games, Chief. This is, and the other game was 41, which was right there. This is like a no brainer against the Browns. Yeah. This game has oh, a yeah. 50 total CPAT for sure over 43 and a half. Get that now. This thing's going to go, once this, the lines at the sports book come out, this thing's going to be much higher than that. And then I'm also on, uh, I haven't bet a lot of Javante Williams, but I think 50 and a half is just a little bit too low against the Raiders he's gone over this oh, in yeah. each of the past two games and I think it's like like he, he's he's really good on a per touch basis if he gets like 13 14 carries against the Raiders this is an easy over I think that's a little bit too low for for Williams both of those I have put uh, plenty of tickets in already right this is Tuesday yeah I, I wake up Monday well maybe like Monday afternoon when these start dropping I'm going bananas on price picks basically every Monday morning. So those are a couple of our, fa- <laughs> of our favorite rush yards. the re- Chief, the receiving, the receiving yards, let's get into this. You can just like click randomly and pick overs, and I think you can make money on some of these this week. So I'm yep. going to go through a quick list of some of my favorites, and a couple of them didn't actually hit last week. Uh, so let's see. One, uh, Michael Pittman is at 60 and a half. Why, why is it so low? he's
2: getting why is getting, it so low? It, it's too why is many, it so he gets low? too many targets. Why is like, it so, so low? This I, I have no clue. Um he, he's gonna hit this on volume alone. And, and this is something I talked about at the beginning of the season, Brett. If Matt Ryan treated Michael Pittman like Julio, he was gonna he was gonna soar to the top of the rankings like yeah. every week. And he's treating him just like Julio. I mean He's gonna get ten targets a game, roughly. Um, I, I'm with you, man. This was one of my favorite props of the week. Uh, it's funny how we end up on the same like tops, but hey, you know, osmos in his line. I think on underdog. Let me see if he's
1: up. Yeah, I think. I think he, yeah, he's up to six. He's sixty-nine and a half on underdog. So definitely the sixty and a half on price picks, guys. Get on this early and often. Uh, this is a staple of a lot of my team. The tick. I, I probably got a hundred tickets in already for Sunday. I'm not even. Not even joking. Yeah, uh, but he's a staple. <laughs> uh, another one, Traylon Burks burned us last week, but his prop went down, and I'm going right yeah. back to him. He's he's at 35 and a half. Stunk last week. Uh, I'm I'm hoping for a big bounce back week, and I like you know he was up to 42 and a half when it closed. I think he opened at 37 and a half. If he's at 35 and a half, Chief, that's another one you can pair that up in the same game. Boom, make that super easy. So I like Burks. Uh, a couple other ones. Curtis Samuel just keeps on doing his Curtis Samuel stuff. He's a 45 and a half. He's gone over that in all three games. He gets those little short area targets. He gets manufactured yep. touches. hes I, I don't want to say he's guaranteed four or five receptions, but he, I think he basically is in this Washington offense. And the, the yards after catchability for him, 45 and a half. N- not even to mention if he happens to get six or seven or eight or nine targets, Chief. That's way too low for him. Uh, let's see. Who else do I got? I got Pittman, uh, Curtis Samuel. Yeah, I, th- I think those are some of the ones I was looking at for the most part. But. Olavi went up a little bit. We'll see what Michael Thomas comes in at. But I just thought all those dudes are just way too low. You can throw in Drake London too. I think he's a little bit too low at 52 and a half. He's gone over that in every single game. That's another the, the, one. He's, he's the DJ clear Bowie. alpha.
2: It's DJ Moore yeah. week for me as well. Like at 49 and a half, like now I gotta start taking real shots. Yeah. Like at some point, like he, and so here's the other thing, too, Britt, because you know, I'm, I'm a Panthers fan, so I pretty much watch these games every Sunday. DJ Moore probably would have had 70, 80 yards receiving last week. Baker Mayfield missed him on so many out routes, Britt. Like, like I'm talking about 10, 15 yard out routes. Uh, crosses, uh, cross, crossing routes across the field, like late developing plays. DJ was open all game, and Baker was throwing it to him. He was throwing it up and away uh, instead of you know right, at, right on the numbers or right in the hands. So DJ's numbers suffered because of the missed throws. If they connect on two of these throws, Britt, he's at 30 to 40 yards just on two of those. At 49 and a half, uh, I, I'm in on DJ, and I'm also in on Marquise Brown at 59 and a half. He, if he's going to keep getting these types of targets, I think, and I think we talked about the fact that Marquise Brown is averaging about 25 yards per target, or it's something stupid, right? Like something, and that can't last, I don't think. But if he's getting that type of a dot, I mean, he, he's one big play away from just breaking through this. So I like him as well. Um, one other person I did want to mention here, Britt, um, before we before we wrap it up, and, and I guess this is more of a, a question than um, uh, a recommendation. So I was on Juju last week at 49 and a half, and most people weren't. They were afraid. And my, my, my thought process was Juju had eight, 79 yards receiving week one in a blowout. They pretty much blew out Arizona, so he didn't have to really play much down the stretch. They played the Chargers and it just it just didn't come together for them. They played in the he had 89 yards receiving. At 51 and a half in, in a in a in an offense where, yeah, they're going to spread it around, but he's still one of the main guys. Like he at the end of the season, he'll have more targets and more receptions than Miko Hardman. Like they, they're not committed to to Miko being like the number one receiver, the number two guy. Yeah. It's him and MVS. That, that's who's going to end up with the most targets, the most yards two out of these three games he's pretty much been 80 yards to 80 us and we're getting him at 51 and a half um against I Tampa was against May. you
1: last week. Well, I didn't I wasn't for it or against it, but I, I think I'm for it this week,
2: chief. I'm Yeah, I'm like I here. Yeah, 51 and a half one of the main guys, him Kelsey MVS are going to end up with with most of the, receive, the receptions and yards this week. I'm back to the well on Juju um yet again at 51-and-a-half because their passing game is more intact. For, for, and, and just for reference here, Jerry Judy is sitting at 54-and-a-half in a passing offense that's been fairly anemic outside of week one. And I do think it'll pick up. Cortland Sutton, is, is his yards have been fine. And they've got a three-yard differential when essentially he's got a, a 66% hit rate on the season and Judy's at 33%. And yeah, it's other, early. Yeah, what-
1: I like to see on, I think underdog has a little bit sharper lines, which if you like overs, this is, again, I don't want to make it a price pick show, but they have generally the best lines of the plays I want to play. So we do spend a lot of time talking price picks. He's 58 and a half on price picks. You can get him at 51 and a half, or he's 58 and a half on underdog and he's 51 and a half on price picks. That's like a 15% difference. Why wouldn't you play that on, on price picks?
2: And I'm glad you mentioned that because I did write down that. I'm going back to, to rushing really quick, but um, JT was at 89 and a half on underdog when I was mm-hmm. comparing lines earlier. It's just I didn't have as to compare on underdog this week for my favorites as I did on Prize Picks. Prize Picks just have has a bigger board right now, um, but yeah. So I'm with you. A uh, 51 and a half. I, I'm I'm going right back to the well on Juju here uh, un- until they give us like 60, and then I'll probably hop off.
1: Yeah, so I think those are some of our uh, favorite props. I don't have any – it's very early in the week, so I don't have any extra like three-and-a-half payouts or 12-and-a-half payouts. Those will usually come Saturday or Sunday. But uh, if you want to ever get access to you know, a big community, go check out Chief's Prop Shop. It's in the Roto-Grinders Discord. It's all free. You just need a Roto-Grinders account. You don't have to be a premium member or anything like that. You go find it. It is a a great little community. Uh, We post our plays in there all the time. There is a lot of very, very, very smart uh, sports bettors, prop bettors, uh, and entertaining people in there. You can go check that out, a great little community. Chief has put together. Uh, If you guys are watching this on YouTube, I see a lot of the prop shop is in here. Guys, click the like button. It helps us out. Uh, We would greatly appreciate that. And uh, I don't know, Chief. I think we cover. I wish there was a little bit more on the board. But we do this show early to get the best lines, and I think we got what at least 10 different props for people to attack and have some fun with this
2: week. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, and that, that's what this show is about. Like the board has been a little bit thicker the past three weeks this week and Britt, maybe this is the sites adjusting, but you know, we we get have stuff in early, like. They're, like just, they're,
1: they're just busy. They're just busy, Chief. I don't think they, they're they doing anything. They're, they're, they've got to get up golf. They've got to get up Korean baseball, NHL, F1, League of Legends, tennis, season-long NBA. Chief, they're just busy. This stuff will be out tomorrow. All, all your field goals will be out tomorrow.
2: Well, we need them out Tuesday for the show. That, that's what we <laughs> need, need them out. Monday. <laughs> <laughs> they Yeah, man.
1: But, yeah. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, click the like button on YouTube. Subscribe to the podcast uh, on the Roto-Grinders uh, NFL podcast feed. Uh, let us know what you think about the show. If you guys have any uh, comments, drop them in YouTube. Other than that, Chief, everyone, have a good week. Four, for Chief, I'm Britt. Thanks for watching the Prop Shop Show, and we out ya.